Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Thank you um, again for receiving us and just coming to hear what God has to say to us today. Amen? God always, always has something to say if we listen. And it's always helpful. It's always um, uplifting, uh, helping us to grow, helping us to flow in all that he has for us in this day and at this time. So I, I'm thankful. <laughs> I hope you are too. I'm thankful. And I never cease to be thankful to what God is doing what he has done and what he will continue to do in our lives and in the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your greatness, your goodness. So thankful for this day that we can worship you and that we can yield ourselves, Father, to you. I thank you for the uh, the anointing, Father, that flows within and anointing that comes upon. I thank you, Father, I receive that this day. As a result, we hear what you have to say and another we will not follow, and we are blessed and changed as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. If I, y'all have to excuse me. I have to have some water now and then. <laughs> I had, um, for, I mean, a lot of people don't know. It's not necessary that you know, but. Several years ago, I had to have um, some surgery on my tongue, and they were just sure it was cancerous because there was one cancer cell. And so I had that surgery, and I just thank God. I just said, "Um, Lord, I thank you that I believe in miracles and you're a miracle-working God. Therefore, there is no cancer in my body anywhere. I am free and whole, and I receive that miracle in Jesus' name, and I just would say that, and I had a scripture the Holy Spirit had given me that I would quote. And uh, so praise God. And it was really neat because I had told my doctor, I said, well, you won't find any cancer. I said, it's, you know, I'm free of that. My God is a miracle-working God, and I believe in miracles, and I have received one. He said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> he's, a, he's a younger man, <laughs> younger than I am. He said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> But anyway, so after the surgery and everything, they got all the results back. You know, usually their assistant will call you or somebody, but he called me, and I could see the, hear the excitement in his voice. Yeah. He said, "Miss Harrison, I just had to call you. And he said, I want you to know what you spoke is true. There is no cancer in your body. and There is no cancer in any of this. So thank God God is good. Amen. But because of that, sometimes I <clears throat> tend to get a little dry. So I have to have a little extra water. So y'all excuse me. But Amen. I am thankful for miracles, aren't you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God I know the miracle-working God. Hallelujah. 
He's more than enough in every area of our lives. We just have to call on him and thank him. Amen. Hallelujah. That's all that's necessary. Glory to God. Whew. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we get on with what God wants to say today. Uh, how many of you know this? I believe you should, and you do know that we're no longer under the law. Hallelujah. Right? Hallelujah. Because of what Jesus did, bringing us back to the Father God's Hallelujah. original intention. Glory to God. And not only that, but uh, he, had, he has designed us and created us for fellowship with him. Amen. And because of Jesus, we can have that fellowship with him yeah. and know him and, and be as he is here on the earth. And we know this scripture. Um, I think I was, the last time I was here, I actually taught on this scripture, but Ephesians 5, 1 says, that, Therefore be ye imitators of God as your children. And when you look at the meaning of the word imitator, it means a person who copies the behavior or actions of another. It means to echo and a copycat, you know. <laughs> and uh, as I was looking at this, I uh, was just so thankful that the Lord led me to this scripture. And it shows you how important it is, I think, continually to be as God is and to, sh to imitate him. Yeah. And in uh, 1 Peter 4, 8, in the Passion Translation, it says, above all, constantly echo God's intense love for one another. Amen. For love will be a canopy over a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are to echo God's intense love for one another and for the world because he has intense love for the whole world. Amen. They are the people he has created and he has intense love for them. But I love that. For love will be a canopy over a multitude of sin. What does that mean? Well, I believe that means that we as believers, when we see someone else having difficulty, we do not go and broadcast it, but because we are as God and we are loved, we yeah. pray for them and yeah. we see if we can help them and we thank God that they are going to be free and, yeah. and of that which is, is plaguing them. Amen. That's how we are to operate because yeah. that's what God would do. Yeah. You've never heard of God coming to somebody and saying, do you know that brother so-and-so is doing this? Mm. You've never heard that, have you? Somebody no. saying, you know, God told me that brother so-and-so was doing this. <laughs> Why? Because God is love Amen. and he covers a multitude of sin yes. with his love. Yes. And he works with us by his spirit and his word to help us be delivered from that which we are struggling with. Amen? Amen? And that's how we are to be. One to another, and bringing the love of God and the Lord Jesus Christ to the world. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> I love that. I just, I'm just so grateful and so thankful for his love. And you know in Matthew 22, uh, verse 37 and 39, uh, <clears throat> Jesus was asked, 
uh, and Jesus said to them, I should say, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Wow, that's a lot. And then he said, this is the first commandment in the law. And the second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So to me, that means that the second one is just as important as the first one. But you really can't fulfill the second one if you're not fulfilling the first one. Because you won't know how to. (laughs) Because you won't understand love and you won't understand how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, then you don't understand how to love and help someone else. So these are important. And I think one of the greatest indicators that we're growing in our relationship with the Father God is found in our willingness to love. You understand that? Willingness to love. There are people that do not will to love. (laughs) They would rather be ugly and hateful. But God says we are to love as he is, and he is love. He said to me one day, he said, I am love. I'm not faith. I am love. I am love. I operate in faith, but I am love. And I thought, wow. And he said, that's how I intend my people to be, to be love and operate in faith. And he said, I have given you the measure of faith to operate in, so you can operate in it. But he said, I have given you my son who is like me, and I am love, and so you can be love. And you can be as I am. Those are very strong words to me. And and I I took it to heart. I wrote it down. (laughs) You know, when God speaks very emphatically to you, write it down. So then it becomes a part of you because he's saying it to you for purpose and with purpose because he is a purposeful God. So to me, it is a great indicator that we're growing in our relationship with God in our willingness to love. Hallelujah. And, I, I, you know, I found that a lot of times it's easy for us to quickly say, I love you, Lord, you know, and um, but we need to mean that. We need to say that and mean it from our heart. Yes. I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you. But at the same time, not only do we not uh, <clears throat> sound sincere when we're talking to the Lord, but we struggle with loving our neighbor. We struggle with that. excuse me and it's important that we learn to fulfill that first commandment to love the Lord your God with everything within you with all your being so that you can have a willingness to love one another and to love your neighbor and you know a lot of times we want to narrow that down when he says your neighbor to your family or your friends or your neighborhood or whatever, but I think that Jesus makes the world our neighbor. By qualifying anyone God puts in our path or who needs us as a neighbor. What does that mean? That means love expressed to someone 
without regard to your self-interest. I'll say that again. That means love expressed to someone in action without regard to your self-interest. In other words, because you love as God loves, you just want to help them. You want to do whatever you can in their need by bringing them the word, by showing them love, by giving them understanding so that they come out of whatever they're struggling with or in and be that that God intends you to be. And that's like him. Be love. Help them. That's your neighbor. God puts them in your path. Say, okay, God, you know, what, 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 what am I to do? Too, too quickly, we just, we just do what we think and go on. We don't ask the Lord. Lord, what would you have me do? What do you desire me to say? I'm yielded to you to help this person. And many times, it's just real simple things. Just real simple things. And you've heard me speak, so you've heard me tell this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it's important that you see how important it is to love and to be and do as God says. I was in the grocery store. This was many years ago. And I had my list, and I was going through my list, and I wasn't really paying attention. I knew there were people. You know how you do. you got your mind on you. You've only got so much time. you got your mind on what you got to get. And I came down this aisle, and the Lord said, Now, you just passed the lady. And he said, When you go around to the next aisle, she's going to be coming up the aisle. And he, I mean, he said it just real emphatically. He said, So when she comes up the aisle and gets close to you, you look at her and look at her right in her eyes. Catch her eye and look at her. And I said, Well, Lord, that, you know, that's, that's different. He said, and he does this to me a lot. He said, just do it. Okay. <laughs> so I was aware of her coming, and I was going this way. She was coming this way. So when she got even with me, I just looked up. And as I looked up, she looked up, and I looked her right in the aisle. And the Lord had said to me, when you look her in the aisle, just smile. So I looked her in the eye, and I smiled. And when I did, she smiled at me. But tears started coming down her face, and I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I said, now what I do, Lord? He said, just talk to her. And I said, may I speak with you? And she said, yes. I said, are you okay? She said, yes, you don't understand. She said, I hadn't been able to laugh or smile in three weeks. And she said, there was just something about when you caught my eye and you smiled at me, it just broke something in me and over me, and I was able to smile. Glory to God. I was able to smile. And I said, well, honey, that's the love of Jesus. And I said, do you know Jesus? And she said, yes, I do, but I have not been walking with him. So I said to her, I said, will you do me a favor? And she said, yes. I said, will you get in, find you a church that is a good church that teaches the word of God, understands the Holy Spirit and the love of God, and get your family in there and get back in, in fellowship with God. And she said, yes, ma'am, I will. I said, well, praise God. So, and then we just went our way. I didn't think any more about it. I just said, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to bless this person today. You know, I was so grateful and thankful. And about, oh, I think it was about three weeks 
later, uh, after a service one day, I was standing talking to some people, and this usher came up and he said, may I interrupt you? And I said, sure, because we were just visiting. I said, sure. He said, well, this lady wants to speak with you. Well, I looked at her. I, I didn't even recognize her. She said, you don't recognize me, do you? And I said, no, I'm sorry, I don't. And so she gave the scenario. She said, you're the lady, I'm the lady you smiled at in the grocery store. I said, oh, my goodness. You look so totally different. That's, she said, that's because I got my fellowship back with my Lord. And uh, she said, and I, I've got my, uh, how did she put that? My rejoicing back by praying in tongues is what Amen. she said. I said, well, praise God. And she said, since then, my children have received the Lord in your children's uh, church. And she said, and my husband has come to know the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. So you never know how a small thing, what a small thing will develop into. <laughs> and, I, and, and here she was at our church, you know. And she said, you know, this church is just a few, few blocks from where I live. Wow. And she said, I've seen it many times, but never came in the door. But she said, I'm so glad I did. Praise God. And then she said this to me, and I, and I thought this was interesting, and I haven't said this in a while. But she said, you know, I'm so thankful that you didn't say come to my church. Yeah. Wow. That you said, will you find a church where the word of God is taught? Love of God is shown and the Spirit of God is known. God. And she said that, that ministered to me because there are so many people, she said, that are just wanting numbers in their churches. And I don't want be just I don't want to be just a number. Yeah. I want to be a person Amen. in that church that's yeah. being fed and being taught the word and where I can help and serve. Praise God. Praise God. God is so good. And that shows you how important it is that we yield to the Spirit of God and walk as God is, and He is love. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when I was, um, you know, the Lord had me, oh, I don't know, goodness, this is probably 40 years ago, maybe the Lord had me. He said, I want you to study on the subject of love. And I said, okay, Lord. You know, and he had me studying on that. I did a lot of research and studying on it for two years. And, and uh, I learned a lot. <laughs> a lot I did. I, you know, there's still a lot there that I haven't learned, but I'm learning more and more every day. But, you know, he took me over to the first thing he did. He took me over to 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. That's the first thing he did. He said, now, I want you to read this as it is written in your Bible. So I read it. I'm going to read it to you. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, and thinks no evil. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. 
And as I read that and got through reading that, you know, I just started rejoicing and praising God. I thank you, Lord. That's who you are, and I'm so grateful. And he said, wait a minute, I'm not done. I said, okay. He said, now I want you to read that. And everywhere where the word love is or the meaning of the word love is, I want you to put the word Jesus. So I did that. I said, Jesus suffers long and is kind. Jesus is not envy. Jesus does not parade himself and is not puffed up. Jesus does not behave rudely, does not seek his own, is not provoked, and thinks no evil. Love, uh, Jesus does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Hallelujah. Jesus bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Jesus never fails. And again, after I read that, I started rejoicing and thanking him. Thank you, Father God, you know, for Jesus and he, he is love as you are love. And he said, wait a minute, I'm not done. I thought, okay. <laughs> he said, okay, everywhere the word love is, or it's the understood uh, subject of the sentence, I want you to put your name. And I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I took a big deep breath because <laughs> that seemed like a lot to me. I was just in the first stages of learning, really, about the love of God and who God is as far as he is love. So he said, and so I said, Lord, and he said, again, he said, just do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I said, Pat suffers long and is kind. Pat does not envy. Pat does not parade herself and is not puffed up. Pat does not behave rudely, does not seek her own, is not provoked and thinks no evil. Pat does not re Pat does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Pat bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And I took a big deep breath and I said, "And Pat never fails." And I know, you know, the Lord knows what you're thinking. <laughs> and I thought, Lord, in mercy. <laughs> Whew, I don't know about that. And the Lord said, yes, that's who you are. Amen. And I said, well, well, Lord, you know, he said, you get the understanding of the, of the love of God and who I am, and you'll understand what I'm saying there. He said, you are a spirit being, and your spirit is alive unto me because you've received Jesus. And he said, and not only... Jesus abiding you, but I abide in you and the Holy Spirit. And I am love. Therefore, because I'm in you, Jesus is in you, the Holy Spirit's in you, you will not fail in love, in my word, and what I ask you to do if you stay focused on what I say and who I am. That was profound to me <laughs> because I, I was just really struggling, you know, thinking, Lord, I don't know, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to be that. I don't know how, you know, that's how your mind goes. Mm -hmm. But you learn that who you really are is a spirit being that's alive unto God and has yeah. no problem yeah. believing what God says. Amen. Your spirit has no problem Amen. believing what God right. says. Amen. It's your mind that makes a difficulty because you want to reason in your mind. And how many of you know there's no reasoning with God? What he says is absolute. That's right. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's truth. And if you listen to him and walk in what he says, you will see it, you will grow in it, and you will be as he says you are to be. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. I love that. <laughs> it's, it's important that we see that and we know it and we walk in it. And then the next thing he did, he took me over to Galatians. And he said, I want you to see something here. So I went over to Galatians. Let's see, Galatians 5. And when I first started reading, I thought, well, how does this, what, what you know, your mind again, <laughs> wanting to reason, try to figure it out. In um, Galatians 5, 16 and 17, get the glasses here. He said, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. So what he's saying to us is that if we do not learn to walk in the Spirit and be as he is and like he is, then the lusts of the flesh are going to overtake us. And what he said to me, he said, understand this, your flesh is a growth inhibitor. And I went, whoa. <laughs> he said, your flesh is a gr growth inhibitor. So then the flesh uh, is an enemy focusing on the carnal tendencies of fallen humankind. Well, we're no longer fallen. Amen. Glory to God because of Jesus. But your flesh wants to go back and focus and continually focus on that because that's all it knows. But you have to recognize that you are a new creation in Christ Amen, yes. and you are to focus on who you have become Amen. and who God is. God. Otherwise, your flesh will override you and rule you and will be a growth inhibitor yes. in your life. Especially for those that, that desire to live under the control and the blessing of the Word and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Especially the influence and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. But you can see right here how we read this, that your desire alone to follow God and be good is not enough to overcome your flesh. Yeah. The desire to do that is not enough. Yeah. We have to continually renew our minds to the Word, continually. Amen. Abiding in the, our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, continually and continually submitting ourselves to the unction and urgings of the Holy Spirit. And this is what keeps the victory in our lives. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. <laughs> I love that. You know, so we have to see that flesh is a growth inhibitor. And we desire the fullness and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And our desire alone will not get us there. But we have to renew our minds to the Word. This is where the struggle is, right up here in this mind. We have to renew our minds to the Word. Keep abiding in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and continually submitting ourselves to the unctions 
and urgings that we have of the Holy Spirit. Yes. This yes. keeps us in victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I love that. Yes, Lord. And, you know, Philippians 1.9 in the NLT says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more Amen. and that you will keep on growing yes, in knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. That's what God desires. That's what God desires. But if we continually stay in this area where the flesh is controlling us, then we will begin to live in a state of fear. Because we're always seeing things as the flesh sees them in the carnal fallen man. Rather than how God has changed us and made us a new creation and we are free and delivered from all that bondage. So what does he say to us? In, in uh, 1 John 4, 18, he said, there's no love, in, no fear in love. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. He says, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So what is he saying here? He's saying that the ones that have not allowed the Holy Spirit and the word of God to work in them, and they mature in love, then they are fearful because the flesh rules them rather than the love of God and the word of God and the spirit of God. Hallelujah. But thank God because, you know, what does fear denote? It denotes terror. You're terrorized, you know. You're, 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 um, you have dread, and you just want to flee from everything. That's fear. But the love of God is peaceful, kind, loving. <laughs> You're aware of that love. It surrounds you. Just speaking it to me, just I feel it. It's peaceful. And you know, in my life, when I just speak the word peace, there's peace. I'm just aware of peace. Hallelujah. Why? Because I have my relationship with my Lord Jesus and I listen and submit to the unctions of the Holy Spirit and the urgings of the Holy Spirit and I renew my mind to the Word of God. That's why. Hallelujah. And in uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7, you're all familiar with this, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Glory to God. So he's not given us a spirit of fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. We have within us the power of God through the Holy Spirit. And it enables us no longer to be a victim. We are not victims. We are victors. Glory to God. And then that perfect love of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Poured into our lives through the Lord Jesus Christ is freeing and his presence is so oh, so plentiful and so helpful. My, my, my. And the mind of Christ. And what does that mean? That means that we then are able to apply the ways of God in making sound choices. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So don't say you, you can't make the right choice. You can. You can. 
You can in God. And you know, in the Greek, sound mind means safe thinking, good judgment, disciplined thought patterns, and the ability to understand and make right decisions. It includes the qualities of self-control and self-discipline. That's a mouthful, but it's truth. It is truth. So we have a sound mind. We have safe thinking. We have good judgment. We have disciplined thought patterns. What does that mean? That means we don't just let our mind just wander and run wild and do all this. It means that we have studied, we renew our mind with the word, and we keep our mind in line with that word. We have that control to keep our mind uh, in those disciplined thought patterns of the Word of God. Therefore, we have the ability to understand and make sound decisions. And we have self-control and we have self-discipline. Hallelujah. And, you know, I know know people that they have a really hard time disciplining themselves. (laughs) Self-discipline. Why is that? Because they lean too much to the soul and the flesh. Because they don't lean to who they are, their spirit being who they really are. They don't really take the time to renew their mind to the word as they should because of this difficulty. (laughs) You know, when you have a difficulty in your life, go to the Lord, go to the Holy Spirit, and he will give you scripture that will help you... uh, Come back in line and get a hold of yourself and control yourself. You know, I used to, this was many years ago, but I'll tell off on myself. I used to, when I would get excited or get intense about something, I'd get real loud, you know, talking. And everybody thought I was mad or angry, but I wasn't. I was just, I, I just wanted to make my point, I guess. I don't know, but I just get real loud. And, and one day, I don't remember now, I was talking to someone and I found myself doing that. I thought, oh my goodness. And I apologized to that person. I said, I'm sorry. I said, I, I shouldn't have gotten so loud. I said, I'm not angry or anything. I just, when I get intense and then on something and thinking on something, I just get loud. And she started laughing. And so I, I asked the Lord. He took me to a scripture. And I started confessing that scripture and thanking the Lord that I had control over my emotions, over my my, uh, voice, and I could speak calmly. And I don't do that anymore. Once in a great while, I'll catch myself and I'll just say, oops, nope, I shouldn't, that's wrong. You know, I I apologize. It's not necessary. It's necessary to keep yourself disciplined and calm. God never shouts at you, does he? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying to you. you know? No, he's very calm. He's very quiet. But you get what he's saying. But he's very firm. Very bold. Hallelujah. And that's how we need to be. We need to be calm, but firm and bold. 
There's a big difference. <laughs> so I had to learn that. You know, it took me a little while, but I learned it. I learned that I didn't have to get loud <laughs> to speak the truth. I just had to be calm and emphatic, firm and bold. Hallelujah. So it's important. All these things bring us to the place where we're aware we can have a sound mind. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't have to yield to uh, the, the uh, soulish realm or to the flesh, but we stay in the spirit realm because we've renewed our mind because we seek after God and have that continual fellowship with him. Hallelujah. And we continually submit ourselves to the urgings and promptings and unctions of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <clears throat> Glory to God. Therefore, we remain victors. And in our minds, we know we are victors. We are not victims. We are not. Hallelujah. I could go on and on, but I need to try to finish this. <laughs> so we have the quality of self-control and self-discipline. And we're to walk in this earth as God walks, and he is love. <clears throat> and when we walk as love, we proceed, we advance, we make our way in this earth as God intended. Hallelujah. We are his imitators. <laughs> In other words, we're like him. Amen. We're like him. You know, there are times in my life that I could get really in unrest, or unpeace as I call it. But I choose, I choose to stay in peace. And you have that choice because God's given you a sound mind. Not only that, he gives you choice. He doesn't make you do anything. But he tells us what's the best to, to, to pick life, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. But we have to do it. We have to be willing to do what God says. We have to have a willingness to love. We have to have a willingness to renew our minds to the word of God. We have to have a willingness to follow God and do what he says. Amen. Because he is a purposeful God. He has given us a destiny. And he has given everything we need to us to fulfill that destiny. Through his word and by his Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. I, I'm just so thankful. I'm so grateful. Because God is a loving God. Why? Because as he said to me, he is love. For he is the one. He is the one that flows in this earth and is covering this earth with who he is. And he says we are the ones that are following him in this earth to be as he is and to continually spread love and flow in this earth as love as he is. So as we do that, then the earth is aware or the world is aware that there is love. There is a way. And that way is love. 
Glory to God. But we have to make ourselves secure and sound in it so that we flow as he flows, so that we go as he goes, so that we proceed in everything that we do as he would. Not, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. You know, and I prayed that from a, from a child. After we'd have our family devotions, I'd say, Lord, not my will, but your will. Not my will, but your will. I want your will in my life. And I have done that for so many years that it's just automatic for me. Lord, I want your will. It's automatic for me. In a situation, Lord, what is your will? And that's how we need to be. We need to get that relationship with him and keep that fellowship with him so that we talk, you know, Jeannie's my friend, you know, and we just talk to one another like, how you doing? I'm so good to see you. I love you. So good, you know, and we just talk and talk about things, you know. Because why? Because we're friends. We've been together for a long time as friends. We know one another. And it should be the same way with your Father God when you go into the throne room with the Father God. It should be the same way. Oh, Father God, I'm so glad I get to be here. I'm so glad I get to see you. I just love you so much. And I know that you're going to show me what your will is in the situation. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's my God. He's my friend. He's everything to me that I need. He's my Father God. And by the Holy Spirit, he caused it to happen in my life as I yield to the Spirit of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm so thankful and so grateful. I'm so thankful and so grateful. But we have to get to that place that we want to, that we're willing to do whatever God says. You know, I'm will, you know, God said to me, he said to me several times through this pandemic, I want you to understand. He said it to me several times. I want you to understand. I'm moving by my spirit stronger than I've ever moved Amen. before. He said, and you've got to be ready. And I said, well, Lord, what exactly do you mean by that? He said, I mean in every area of your life, in the natural, in the spiritual, every area of your life, whatever affects you, concerns you, you need to get yourself ready. You need to be ready because my spirit's moving. And then the other thing he said to me, and be very careful, he said, because my spirit's moving strongly. And be very careful what you say is not the Spirit. Because I am moving quickly, and I am moving in strong power. And he said there will be things that you'll see and things that I'll do that you've never seen or, or, or heard before. Why? Because it's needed in this time. There's no power stronger than the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said, I'm moving stronger than I've ever moved before by my Spirit. And we are the spirit-filled ones, and he is leading us by his spirit into this world to be who God intends us Amen. to be. And that is a strong, bold Hallelujah. man and woman of God. Amen. Speaking forth the truth. Standing strong for the truth. Yes. Not, not crumbling down to what people say and what the media is saying or whatever. There is only one truth, and that truth is the word of God. Amen. And we follow that truth and that truth only. Anything else that is said and done is partial truth. 
and the rest is lies because Amen. it comes from the devil and he's the father of lies. Hallelujah. It's that simple. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. And we need to recognize that. We need to recognize that. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! We serve a great God, folks. An awesome God. A God strong and mighty. And he said, I'm moving stronger than I've ever moved before. Hallelujah. And if you desire to move in that, then you need to get ready. I mean, keep yourself full of the Word of God. Keep yourself built up by the Spirit of God. Keep your faith strong by exercising it every day in anything and everything you need to. Hallelujah. Because we're living in a day <laughs> of the strong flow of the Holy Spirit. Strong flow of the Holy Spirit. And we're living in a day when God says, That which I have said shall surely be. And we've got to quit being mealy-mouthed. Well, I don't know. So-and-so said this, and so-and-so said that. Yeah, but what did God say? Amen. What does the Word say? Amen. That is the truth. Amen. And that we as believers in His kingdom, that's how we're to be operating, in His truth and what He says. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He is mighty God. He is holy God. He is a God that's more than enough. And that needs to come out of your mouth all the time. He is a, a mighty God. He is in me, and he's working in me, and I'm bold to speak that which he says to me, and I am bold to do that which he says to me. So that's what we need to be saying, that's what we need to be speaking, and thanking him that his spirit is moving strong in the earth, and we as his body are moving strong in the earth by the spirit of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whew. Strong, strong, strong. <laughs> strong, I keep hearing that. I just keep hearing that. Strong, strong, strong. Strong, strong, strong. <laughs> yes. We as a body are strong in Him. We as the body shall flow in him. And we as the body shall be as him, as he is, because we belong to him, <laughs> our Father God. Whew. And in doing that, strong changes, big changes shall come and are coming, and are happening even now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the key is being bold and being strong and walking and moving in the strongness of the power of the Holy Spirit. Ho. Solo ma fishi le bata. 
Asa shitira bastita bata. Ah. Ho, oshte le bea bastia. Le brosha bata. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your precious word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. <coughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. I don't know about you, but I feel the strongness of the Spirit. I feel that flow that God's talking about, moving strong. And I receive it. And you need to receive it. Glory to God. The strongest flow, strong flow of the Holy Spirit in all he's doing in this time. Get your house in order. Make sure your house is in order. It's important. Because he's moving quick and fast, and you need to have everything in order. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come over here and help me, Brother Happy. Ha! Yes, 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 has been shed abroad in your yes, heart thank you, Jesus. by the Holy Ghost. Yes. But it's not just for you. No. It's for your nation. Yes. It's for your state. Yes. It's for your culture. Yes. What shall you do with the love of God that has been shed abroad in your heart? Oh, because the things that are coming in this earth must come to pass. Yes. My son said that to you. Yes. He said these things shall come to pass. Yes. They must come to pass. Yes. But what are you going to do? Yes. If you let the media, if you let the fear. Yes. If you let the narrative yes. scare you, cause you to fear. Yes. Cause you to be angry? Yes. What are you going to do mm. when your preferences have not materialized? Mm. What are you going to do when your candidates don't get elected? Mm. Are you going to only rejoice with those that rejoice? But when the love of God you, is moving through you, you and upon you, yes. you walk in that love. Because the world is watching. Yes. The world is confused. Yes. They're fearful. They're afraid. They don't know what's going to happen next. Mm -mm. That's where you come in. Yes. That's where the love of God comes yes. in. So this word to you today you, has Jesus. been to reaffirm to you, yes. to reestablish, to redirect yes. you, yes. to encourage you. No matter what happens, you walk. In the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You walk in the love of God. In other words, you walk as he is. <laughs> Who he is. <clears throat> because you're in him and he's in you. Glory to God. 
oh my, 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 my. I just, I, I, um, I don't have words to express how important it is that you hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us and put it in practice in your life. It's one thing to hear. It's another thing to hear it until it is a practice in your life. And that's what he intends. You continually. And while Pat was talking about learning why she was getting louder, (laughs) I was kind of chuckling because I have experienced being on the receiving end (laughs) of that loudness. Right, exactly. And I'm going to tell you, it it is actually the anointing of God in her increasing its level. She explained it having to deal with the flesh. But what I heard, (laughs) it was the Spirit of God speaking through her to me. And he was increasing the volume so you would listen. And get it. It, In other words, when mama speaks, (laughs) you better listen. (laughs) Did you hear what I said? (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, don't you just love the Lord. Thank you, Hap. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory Glory to God. See, happy at a level where you can understand that, receive that. Some people are not. And they think you're just yelling at them, you know. But that's okay. You can calm yourself down because you do have self-control. And you can say it calmly so that they can hear it and receive it. And then you can say, that's what God said. You know, (laughs) that's what God's saying. You can say it a little more loudly, a little more boldly. But it's true. It's true. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm just so thankful for God. I'm so thankful for his word. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Now... I thank you today for receiving me, and I don't know what we're going to do tonight. Only the Holy Spirit knows, but we're, we're going to do something that's good. Amen. Why? Because God is always good. Amen. He always has good intentions for us, and he always has good thoughts for us, and he always purposes to bless us. Amen. So I expect you to come expecting tonight, not what I have, but what the Spirit of God has.